0: Welcome, travelers of the spectral streams. It's time to enter another plane of existence. We once again join the Overseer, the Secretary, Connie Bozeman, Chief Emil, and all kinds of insane people in the world of Corporate Punishment, Episode 7, Customer Service.
1: God. Oh my God, you weren't lying. Why would her father allow that to happen?
2: What did I tell you?
1: Fish sticks in the company microwave? Oh, it smells like she pan-seared Free Willy's dick in here.
2: That's Lily really the asshole for you.
1: Which once again begs the question, why have a bring your daughter to work day? And how are you so calm right now?
2: My secret? Well, take a look.
1: Holy shit! What happened to your nose? It's the size of a plum. Same color, too.
2: You know how bed gay numbs your joints?
1: No, you didn't.
2: Figured if I put it in my nostrils, it'd numb my sense of smell. General consensus? It works like a charm.
1: I refuse to believe that's the better alternative.
2: What's that? I can't hear you over my lack of smell.
1: Let me get you some Benadryl or something.
2: And offset the effect? No thanks. I'm content living in scentless bliss, thank you very much.
1: Suit yourself. Let's just get started.
2: Impatient today, are we?
1: I can't stop thinking about this other plane. And frankly, I'm impressed how well Connie's taken to it. Subject 2496G. Uh right. Subject 2496G. I mean, I don't want to seem like some evil, bloodsport Hunger Games enthusiast, but I must say, I've grown a liking to this particular contestant. I'm rooting for her.
2: Um, sure. Subject 2496G is certainly an impressive specimen. However, I would definitely not recommend becoming too attached. In fact, I caution against doing so. Company policy at all.
1: Company policy?
2: Never mind, let's just get started. The subject could perish today, and this whole conversation would have been for naught.
1: Okay, okay. Let's roll the tape then.
2: We'll do. Pop a squad over here, Secretary. <clears throat> subject number two four nine six G. Connie, Boseman. Date? Thursday, October seventh. Time? Irrelevant. Location? Level three. Customer Service Center.
3: Come on, Chief. I'm not waiting for this elevator to try to crush me again.
4: Right behind you, Connie.
3: Well, at least this level only seems to be one room. A very small room at that. Though, I don't see an elevator on the other side. Just this empty desk.
4: Just use a sort of synergy to cut our way through the wall. The elevator has to be on the other side. Look, the wall even looks like the that, that weird cloth material cubicles are made out of.
3: Huh, you're right. Don't think it'll be too much of a challenge for my razor sharp letter opening bastard sword. Thank you
5: for calling. Jesus, where did you come from? As I was saying, thank you for calling the Severance Incorporated customer service line. My name is Amanda. How can I help you today?
3: You can help me by talking to me as if I'm a person standing right in front of you, seeing as I am exactly that.
5: Ma'am, you're going to need to speak up. I think we have a poor connection.
3: Speak up? How's this for speaking up?
4: Careful, Connie, we don't know what the customer service rep is capable of. Please, you may call me Amanda. Uh, yes, uh, sorry, Amanda? Just
3: gonna cozy up to her like that? Listen, Amanda, would you be so kind as to patch me through to the CEO? He's
5: busy at the moment. Can I take a message?
3: Yeah. Tell him he needs to let me out of this wonky dimension, or else I'll stick this letter opener so far up his rear end he'll look like a unicorn.
5: I'll be sure he receives your message. I'm sure you will. Is there anything else I can help you with, ma'am?
3: Yeah. I don't suppose you can point me the way to the elevator now, could
5: you? Ma'am, you just left the elevator.
3: I mean, the other elevator. Apparently, I'm entrenched in some otherworldly trial of strength and wisdom or some shit, and the only way to pass each test is to hop and skip my way between floors. So if you could please, please, please direct me to the nearest operating elevator, I'll make sure to boast about your amazing customer service to the man on
5: top. Ma'am, I would love to assist you... But company policy prohibits me from surrendering such information. Connie,
4: don't lose your cool. We don't want to make any rash decisions.
5: Screw rash decisions.
3: I want out of here. Listen here, Amanda. If you don't show me where the elevator is, I'm going to slice your desk in half and break the stupid pointless headset.
5: Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down. Calm down?! Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to hold.
3: What the hell? I can't... I can't move! Chief, do something!
4: Uh, Miss Amanda, I was wondering whether you could help us uh, unfreeze my friend here.
5: Unfortunately, sir, I've had to place her on a brief hold.
4: Is there something you can do to take her off hold?
5: I can transfer her.
3: Transfer? Oh, hell no!
5: Miss? Miss? Can you hear me? Unfortunately, I can hear you loud and clear. I need to transfer you to the next rep so they can take care of your problem, if you don't mind.
3: I do mind. Don't transfer me. A new
5: representative will help you momentarily.
3: Don't you dare! Oh, thank goodness. I can move again. But where the hell am I now? It looks like the same room. Chief? Chief, are you here? I can't see you!
6: Hi, Bab. Thank you for calling Severance, Inc. My name is Billiam. How could I help you today?
3: Unless you can show me the way to the elevator. There's not much you can do.
6: Well, I'd be happy to help you with that, ma'am. If you'd kindly direct your attention to the wall behind you, you'll find there's an elevator.
3: Not that elevator, Billiam. The one across the way.
6: The elevator across the way? Well, I apologize. I seem to be misunderstanding your request.
3: No surprise there.
6: Can I help you with anything else today?
3: (sighs) I suppose not.
6: Well, I do apologize that we weren't able to assist you further with your inquiry. But if you do me the favor of staying on the line to answer a brief survey about your call, it'd be greatly appreciated.
3: Oh, a chance to review you on your service. Say no more. Five stars across the board. Truly magnificent.
6: Oh, that's wonderful to hear, ma'am. We thank you for calling the Severance Incorporated Customer Service line, and I hope you have a splendid day. But well, bye now.
7: Thank you for staying on the line. Help us improve our customer service by answering a brief question about your experience. If you are interested in rating your experience for quality assurance purposes, please say yes. Otherwise, you may now hang up.
3: Seeing as I'm not sure how to hang up, sure.
7: I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. If you are interested in rating your experience for quality assurance purposes, please say yes. 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 Thank, Thank you. We you value, you value your opinion. Connie Bozeman. Now, for your question. How would you rate your experience with customer service rep... William.
3: He was as useless as a white crayon. Seriously, is the hiring pool so shallow that you have to settle for this goose egg? Worst customer service experience of my life.
7: Thank, Thank you. Your feedback, feedback is appreciated.
3: Whoa! What the hell's going on?
7: No. No, 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 Did you give me a poor rating?
3: What? Of course you were sitting right there when I gave it! Did you not hear me badmouthing you?
6: You don't know what you've done? You don't know what you've- Ah!
3: What the fuck?!
1: I shouldn't be so surprised by all this death, but there have to be more humane methods of extermination than being reduced to ashes by a fiery laser beam.
2: Th- that would require such minimal cleanup.
1: Ah, yes, the cleanup. Of course. How silly of me to assume death by giant laser beam was an inhumane method
3: of disposal. Okay. Okay, Tony. You should be used to this clown show by now.
7: Hello, ma'am. Thank you for calling Severance Inc. My name is Courtney. How may I help you today? Show me the elevator or buzz off. No can do, ma'am. Our policy states that willful surrender of internal operations is not permitted. I can read you the terms of Code 63, Subsection 468.
3: No need. That's all I need for today. Well
7: then, if there's nothing else I can do for you...
3: No, no, no. You've done plenty.
7: Well, in that case, if you wouldn't mind staying on the line for a brief survey, we'd be more than appreciative. I hope you have a wonderful day, and Severance, Inc. thanks you for your call.
3: Yes, yes, of course. I'll hold. You have a great day, too.
7: Thank you for staying on the line. Help us improve our customer service by answering a brief question about your experience. If you're interested in rating your experience for quality assurance purposes, please say yes. Otherwise, you may now... Yes! Thank you. We value your opinion. Courtney Bozeman. Now, for your question. How would you rate your experience with customer service rep... Courtney. Dog shit. Thank you. Your feedback is appreciated. Oh, no. What's... Did you leave your a bad rating? Again, I don't
3: know how you guys don't hear me. You're sitting right there. No, no, no.
7: I don't want to die.
3: Oh, God. I can't watch... Oh, oh that's just overkill.
2: Howdy
7: and good morning.
3: Jesus, you guys just really materialized there, huh?
7: Uh, howdy, ma'am. Thank you for calling 17. My name is Diggory, and how can I assist you today? Diggory. That's right.
3: No, shut up for a second, Diggory. Who was the first woman? Amanda? Then came Billiam. Courtney. Now Diggory. I I think I got it. I think I figured it out. Uh, ma'am? Yes, I got it. All right. Hang tight, Chief Emil. I'll be back with you soon. Why'd you pause it? And why are you fast-forwarding it?
2: She figured out the puzzle. No sense in watching another 23 people get vaporized. Unless you want to, of course.
1: No, of course not. Oh, my God, that guy had so much blood inside him.
2: Yeah, some of these trials can be quite repetitive. Not much thought went into this one. I can tell.
1: What's the answer? I don't get it.
2: Amanda, William, Courtney... Diggory, all alphabetical. If Connie can leave scathing reviews for the remaining reps, she'll eventually be transferred back to Amanda. Sheesh, it's like you never called customer service before.
1: You know, sometimes there's a little hint of a genius in you, I swear.
2: Why do you think they called me whiz kid in school? I certainly didn't earn that nickname by peeing my pants in the middle of gym class in front of my middle school crush, Susie Winkler who proceeded to spurn my advances for the next eight years. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, look, we're almost near the end. Let's tune back in.
7: Yeah, and you have a most chill of a day, Connie.
3: You as well, Zachary.
7: Would you mind, I don't know, chilling on the line for a most important survey, my dude?
3: Absolutely.
7: Much appreciated, brah.
3: Damn, this one's going to be brutal. Zachary was actually pretty cool.
7: Thank you for staying on the line. Help us improve our customer service by answering a brief question about your experience. If you're interested in rating your experience, thank you. We value your opinion. Donnie Bosman. Now, for your question. How would you rate your experience with customer service rep Zachary?
3: Zachary was unhelpful.
7: Thank you. Your feedback is appreciated. Dude, how
6: could you?
3: I'm so sorry, Zachary.
6: I thought we like had a chill vibe going, Concon. Con.
3: We did. I just I just need to get back to my old life.
6: That's that's okay, I forgive.
3: Bye, Zachary.
4: And that's exactly how I put it to pigeon down in the mailroom.
5: Yeah, we got types like that around here, too.
4: And I told her, Amanda, you can't say things like that to an old... oh, Oh, the chosen one, she returns.
3: Having a grand old time without me, I see. You have any idea what I've been through?
4: I, uh, well, I knew I was no match for this trial, so me and Amanda were just... Chatting a bit until you got back.
3: No, that's completely reasonable. Strike up a friendship with the woman who steered me down the path of a merciless genocide.
5: Genocide? I'm sorry, ma'am, but I'm not sure I understand your inquiry. Oh, shut up, you, and show me the damn elevator out of here. <sighs>
3: Or else you're next on the chopping block.
5: Well, according to code 63, sub...
3: Subsection 468. Yeah, I know. Well, in that case... Yeah! Uh,
5: please hold. I'm going to need to transfer you. Good luck with that. Um, I can't. I can't seem to find another representative that can assist you.
3: Weird how that is, huh? Listen. I've spoken to the other reps, and I know your hold times can't exceed a minute and a half. So you either show me the elevator now, or you wait the remaining 80 seconds until this spell wears off and I slice you in half before carving a hole in that back wall. I, uh... 77, 76,
5: 75. Okay, okay. Sorry about the hold. Now, I don't do this for everyone, but in order to improve your experience with us, I'm willing to let this slide. Your account has been granted access to the elevator. Finally. About time. Now that I've rectified the issue, is there anything else you need from us today? No. Come on, Chief. We're out of here. Well, if there's nothing more I can do for you today, I hope you have a wonderful day. And Severance Inc. values your patronage. If you wouldn't mind staying on the line. Lo- nope.
4: Well, the least we can do is leave her a positive review.
5: Chief, get on the elevator.
7: What? Phone representative. Amanda. You have been found in violation of Code Six Three Subsection Four Six Eight.
3: What's going on? Connie? I don't care. Just close the elevator door so
7: we can get a move on. For your negligence, you are hereby exterminated. Effective immediately. Amanda!
4: No!
3: Chief, give it a rest. She was an asshole.
4: Yes, but she was my asshole.
3: It's her job to be friendly.
4: It seems the pupil
6: has surpassed her master.
4: Are you growing soft in your old age, Chief Emile? Away with you, you unemployable, cursed fiend. How long must you plague us? With every floor, you open up more and more opportunities for me to enter the workforce. Why would I let you stop now?
3: Listen, you let us go to the top? And I, personally, will submit a handwritten recommendation for you.
4: How foolish of you to think that the CEO will be awestruck by such primitive ablations!
3: God, you're insufferable.
4: I know, right? Insufferable as I am unemployable. Though, there is one skill I possess that you two could never achieve.
3: Oh yeah? And what's that?
4: The ability to
6: control the elevator. <laughs>
4: Welcome to your next trial, Chosen One.
6: More floor,
4: information technology. Time to get with the program, Chosen One.
3: <laughs> oh, that's such a shitty pun. Okay,
1: I don't get the point of all this violence.
2: Well, Subject 2496G had to do what she did to get through the trial. Duh.
1: But for what purpose? What's the point of any of this? We discover another plane of existence and we what? Turn it into a killing game? For what?
2: You can't expect me to relinquish such answers after you've only been here one week.
1: Well, when will I find out?
2: Develop a stronger stomach to get over the sight of all this violence. You know what I did?
1: Fell back on drugs?
2: No, silly. I bought a whole crate full of taxidermy cats so that I'm constantly surrounded by death while at home.
1: And you thought that a more viable coping method than therapy?
2: Well, I seem to be pretty normal, wouldn't you say, Secretary?
1: Ugh, I suppose. So,
2: why don't I wrap this up? Subject 2496G, Observation Terminal, signing out.
0: The Overseer is played by Frank Gugliomelli. His secretary is played by Rosanna Jimeno. Connie Bozeman is played by Caitlin Curtis. Chief Emil is played by Van Riker. The Unemployable and Billiam are played by Spencer James Frederick. Amanda was played by Jerry Eliff. Courtney Diggory, Zachary, and Survey were played by Stephen Chisholm. Corporate Punishment is written by Stephen Chisholm. Production, sound design, and music are by Daniel French. Thank you for flying the Chronosphere. Chronosphere Fiction is listener-funded. The Chronosphere is in need of maintenance and upgrades. And you can help in two ways. You can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N ncom and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. That's less than 25 cents an episode. Or you can give a direct contribution on Venmo to at... Fishbonius F-I-S-H-B-O-N-I-U-S. We do need your help to keep these stories coming to you. And we want to keep things commercial free, so please help us out. Until next time, keep, keep your, your cars clean.